What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I hope you all are having a wonderful Friday morning, um, guys. Uh, um, guys, I wanted to talk about Saquon Barkley really quick. Um, just because you know, um, no, I just, I just decided, I just wanted to talk about him really quick. I don't think you guys know how uh, how on top I've been on this whole this whole case uh, with uh, Saquon Barkley and the Giants, and you know, contract talks, yada yada yada. Um, but I decided to come on here because you know I want to talk about a guy who um, is clearly uh, the face of this franchise. You know. Um, you know, um, and I just want, I just want to, uh, uh, keep you guys updated like I always do on this whole situation. I'm pretty sure you guys are, well, uh, I'm not surprised if you guys are, are, are onto this, on, onto this whole, um, case as I am. Um, but I just want to, I just want to, I'm still going to let you guys know because I feel like that's what good hosts, uh, what I feel like that's what a good host does. Um, so, so, uh, so far what I'm hearing is that, um, Joe Shane wants to keep Saquon Barkley, but the deal that will, the deal needs to make sense for both sides. Clearly. Obviously, the Giants placed a franchise tag on Saquon Barkley on the 7th of March, which was last uh, last month. We are in a new month. Um, um, you know, it's tough, you know, especially when it comes to great players, you know, and obviously, I'm pretty sure I scared some of you guys when I kept on saying that... Joe Shane, one th- the one thing that I witnessed about this guy, this is a GM who's not afraid to let it, who's not af- who's not afraid to let go of good players. Look what he did with James Bradbury. James Bradbury is a very good. He's one of he's one of the best cornerbacks uh, in the NFL. No, and Joe Shane he had to let him go because he had to pay. You know, he had to pay his entire draft class for last year. You know, um, same thing for uh, this year's draft class. You know, um, so I think that's one, you know, I think that's the one thing that I, that I learned about this guy, you know, and but another thing I want to mention is that this guy is very aggressive, you know, and he's not afraid to pull strings out of nowhere. You know, I, and look, I, I just hope it's not the case with, uh, Saquon Barkley. I mean, it would hurt me, you know, but at the same time, it would hurt me to see Saquon Barkley leave, but at the same time, it would be understandable, you know, because like I always say, this is, I mean, we all know this, you know, we've all been, we've, we've all watched this sport year in and year out, we know, if you're a real football fan like me, we all know the business side of this sport, especially in the pros, I mean, if, 
if you're not gonna accept to, if you're not going to accept uh, accept what it, what is given to you, then you know, like this isn't this isn't like college, you know, like this is not like where you know you accept some type of promotion, you know, or some type of scholar from some other college and you get your own dorm room and you get to stay in there whenever you want. No, it's not like that. In the NFL, it's totally different. In the NFL, it's you against the world. And, you know, what choices you make are the choices you make. And those choices are either going to give you consequences or not, you know. And Saquon is, you know, he's basically saying, he's basically sending a message, you know. Now, I think, I think, I, I think I already said this, but he's basically saying, I will show up if you give me what I deserve. You know, and, you know, and when it comes to players like Saquon Barkley, a guy who torn his ACL, a guy who's been trashed down by some Giants fans. This guy came back a different person. And <laughs> everything he said, he did. He said, all those people who kept on judging me, you stay on that side. And look what happened. This guy, he, he balled out. He amassed over 1,000 yards rushing, you know, 500, 500 or more yards receiving. And those same fans want to apologize. No. And I, the reason why I wasn't going to join the critics, because I'm a player of, I'm the kind of player that's going to give this guy a chance. Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, they went through a whole lot of help. They, both of these guys never played for an actual head coach who has some sense and knows what he's doing. Now he does, and look what happened to both of these guys. Both of these guys balled out, and Joe Shane had to make a tough decision because both players were so good last year. He, you know, he wanted to give both of these guys a contract. But we're in the quarterback's league, so he gave Daniel Jones a contract. So it, it, it's not, you know, and look at I understand it's it's not fair, you know, but you know, we're going, you know, I keep I keep coming back to this running back quarterback comparison. But in reality, quarterbacks quarterbacks are gonna come first. You know, that's just reality. I'm not trying to be rude. You know, I mean, you guys heard me. Uh, go, go watch. Go, go, uh, go, go on my podcast and um, go, uh, go, go look at my episode. Go look at, uh, go look at one of my, um, my, uh, go, just go search me up. And there's like, there's, um, I was talking about something like four podcasts ago about, um, about how, like, I'm not a player guy. I don't care about the quarterback position. I don't care about the run. I don't care about that. I'm a team guy. 
you know, I believe, you know, and I'm just, what I said before, I'm going to say it again. I believe if everyone is doing what they're supposed to do, you can win a Super Bowl. If your head coaches and if your head coach knows what he's doing, if your offensive coordinator knows what, knows what he's doing, if your defense coordinator, coordinator knows what he's doing, hell, if your GM or general manager knows what he's doing, you can win the Super Bowl. Look what the Philadelphia Eagles are doing. Why do you think they're one of the best teams in the NFC Conference? Because Howie Roseman knows what he's doing. Howie Roseman gave Jalen Hurts what he needed. Same, same, same thing with Daniel Jones. Joe Shane gave Daniel Jones what he needed. Now it's time for it's time for it's now it's time for Joe Shane to give us Saquon Barkley needs. You know. And look at it. Like I said before, I'm not a player guy. I'm I'm a team guy. You want to make sure, like if you're. To be a good GM, you got you want to make sure that every position is filled out with the best po- is filled out with the best possible players on your roster. And you can't tell me whenever Daniel like some a person would be dumb enough to tell me, oh Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, oh they can't ball out when they're both healthy together when they're playing behind a good offense or a good offensive coordinator. Shut your pie hole and go eat a cookie. And dip it with some milk. Because you basically need you basically need some you basically need to get your brain back in order. You know? And start thinking right. Whenever Daniel Jones, whenever Saquon Barkley's on the field, Daniel Jones is a monster. He is Godzilla and he can't be stopped. That's why Godzilla is the king of monsters. You know, the one thing that kept on killing this kind of Godzilla, Godzilla never, he never received his powers. He never received help. That's the same thing. That's the same thing with Daniel Jones. From year one to, uh, you know, to, to year one to year four, Daniel Jones throughout, I think is very, um, under, I think it's very, uh, I think it's very uh, plain and simple to say Daniel Jones had, he had one of the worst rookie years out of any rookie court. I, I wouldn't say that, not the worst, not one, not one of, I want to say worst, but he had one, like, Daniel Jones' rookie year, like, it was tough. And then people are saying, oh, he ain't good. Because people, oh, because everyone, everyone, you know, you know why everyone's saying that? Because everyone cares about the quarterback position. When everyone needs to be starting to caring about, when everyone should start caring about the whole team. But no, everyone wants to care about the quarterback because everyone thinks, oh, the quarterback position is the savior of any football team. I understand. I understand you got great football, great quarterbacks like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. If they're so great, 
then they shouldn't need an offensive line. They shouldn't need receivers. If they're that great, they shouldn't need those things. But no, they do. Because it's not about one player. It's about everyone. That's all I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm tired of people comparing running backs to quarterbacks. Ooh, quarter, oh, who cares about the running back? Who cares about Saquon Barkley? He's a running back. We don't need him. Daniel Jones is care. We care more about Daniel Jones because he's a quarterback. Like, no. I think we should, as fans of this sport, we should know that both positions are very important to any roster. It doesn't matter what kind of offense you run. Both positions will always matter. Because both positions have been played out for a long time. When you go from the Walter Paytons to the Barry Sanders to the Emmett Smiths, you know, I understand time has changed. We went from, we went from, you know, we went from loving the running back position so much to seeing quarterbacks like the great job. The great Joe Montana. Peyton Manning. Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers. You know, like, I I understand time has changed. But it doesn't matter about, it doesn't matter about time. It doesn't matter about the past. It doesn't matter about the future. What matters is that you got both positions that, that you can at least say, oh, Both of these guys helped me. What I'm trying to say is this. It doesn't matter if you're a quarterback. It doesn't matter if you're a running back. It doesn't matter if you're a wide receiver. It doesn't matter if you're a tight end. It doesn't matter if you're a fullback. It doesn't matter what position you play. Every position matters. Because this this sport was always called a team sport. If this was never a team sport, we wouldn't have you wouldn't you wouldn't see 53 men on one roster. It's like a lot of it's like some fans are so idiotic and they want to they 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 want to picture quarterbacks like they're superheroes. They want to picture like they want to they want to make Josh Allen seem like he's Superman. And that he's a man of steel. And he can run through every linebacker, lineman, cornerback. No. Because we're human. We're not made of steel. That's all I'm saying. And yet we should stop. We should stop comparing quarterbacks to running backs. You know. And start. Let's just start. Caring for both positions. You know, I'm pretty sure if we started caring about both positions, we probably would have never been in, in this situation. Saquon Barkley probably would have had a contract. But no. And at the end of the day, quarterbacks, quarterbacks get, you know, they get the more, you know, they the quarterback is always going to come first. Because, I mean, running backs aren't snapping the ball. But this is just for me. I hope someday 
the NFL can understand that, hey, this is a team sport. We need to not just give the quarterback an opportunity. Let's give the running back an opportunity. Let's stop making these running backs. Let's stop making these running backs, you know, wait for days, weeks, months to get a contract. When a quarterback doesn't need to wait. A quarterback can wait 15 minutes and he gets his contract done. But it's understandable because running backs, I mean, you look at the history of, you look at the history of running backs getting long contracts. Ezekiel Elliott, he got a long-term contract. Look what happened to him. Todd Gurley, look what happened to him. Le'Veon Bell was never the same when he got a long-term contract. But you can't compare, you can't say Saquon Barkley is going to end up like one of those guys. You can't. So, uh, you know, that's all I'm saying. Um, you know, so. Um, so far, I'm hearing that. Um, I'm hearing that the Giants, obviously, they kept uh, Saquon Barkley from hitting the open market by placing the non-franchise, the, non, the non-exclusive franchise tag on him in early March. Now, while that prevented, obviously, while that prevented the star running back from leaving this offseason, the two sides are now looking to agree to a deal that keeps Barkley in, in house beyond 2026. Excuse me. Um, you know, Joe Shane uh, told Good Morning Football yesterday that he did speak to Saquon Barkley's representatives to see um, what the appetite was uh, was to get. Uh, was to uh, get a deal done, and they both agreed to chat following the draft. So, you know, Joe Shane, you know, everything Joe Shane said, it's, you know, it's not a surprise. I mean, he was saying Saquon is a very good football player, captain last year. He's a good locker room guy. I love him. We want him to be here. But But you've got to have a deal where both parties are happy with where you end up, that's what we are going to try to work for and see if we can get something we can both agree on. You know, look at, while this, you know, look at, Saquon Barkley is among the best players in the league at his position. I think we all can agree with that. And a key place to New York's offense, you know, handing running backs Lucrative long-term deals have been a risky bet for NFL teams in the past. I understand that. You know, that's not mentioning Saquon's prior injury history prompting an even more cautious approach. You know, the Giants, you know, reportedly tried to sign Saquon uh, to a deal during the team's bye week last season, but was unable to come to terms on a contract. The Giants were said to be offering a deal that would have paid him paid him $14 million per season, but the structure of the deal and the, gear, and the guaranteed money proved to be sticking, um, proved to be um, 
uh, sticking points in the negotiations, and it ultimately fell apart. The franchise tag will pay Saquon $10 million in 2023, but, the, you know, Saquon has yet to sign, and he's not planning to take part in uh, the team's OTAs this offseason. You know, here's what I would say. Um, you know, look at this guy who's still very young, Saquon Barkley. He's only 26 years old. This guy has spent his entire career with the Giants after the club select after the Giants selected him number two overall in the 2018 NFL Draft out of Penn State. This guy he's coming off a bounce back season in 2022 where he was named to the Pro Bowl for the second time in his career and set a career high in rushing yards. So you know, look at the situation so far. It looks very like I said before. Let me say it again. It, it, it still looks very interesting. I'm very interested in seeing what's going to happen. Um, but, you know, Saquon Barkley, please pay him. Please. That's all. Uh, just, just pay him, please. Um, um, <sighs> but we're going to see what happens. Um, you know, like this whole thing was crazy, you know, like this whole thing went from being, this, this whole situation went from being bad to worse to now interest, you know, we, we, uh, we went from, we started from hearing Saquon Barkley, we first started, we first started hearing rumors that Saquon Barkley and, the, and Joe Shane haven't been talking for weeks to this, so, we're gonna see what happens. Um, but we're gonna, well, let's see. There's still time, guys. There's still time. There's still time to breathe and to panic and to have mixed emotions. We'll have to find out. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, I'll keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants. So stay tuned. But until then, I'm out. Peace.